question. You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ball game. Church mirrors our hands. We're 15 cents. All right, Basement Full of Heretics, episode 16. We're back. Dude, we just talked oh, about this. How you doing? This is episode 17. Oh, my bad. Come on. <laughs> Basement Full Heretics. Okay, let's try this again. Let's 17. try this again. Okay, All right, let's go. Okay. Because I want to go. No, go ahead. Okay, Basement Full Heretics, episode I'm, I'm... 17. I, I want up? the people to know, man. So yeah, lack. so we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, man, you almost caught a flow. Cause yeah, I'm black, almost. y'all. Um, I man, give it up. Yeah, we were talking about this before the show. Uh, no one checked in. <laughs> we went you know for a week. Not a single person was like, "Hey, That'd where's be- the pod?" <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Let me you tell you. People, let me tell you something super funny. You people. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something funny. So, so, so the other day because because stuff because work is online now and like yeah. we don't have to be in person. So I was I've been I've been working from home and like usually like if I don't have anything to do I'm not gonna drive my car or if I'm just gonna go for a walk I go for a walk usually I go in the morning, and so um, my car was just sitting in the in the in the driveway for a couple of days, and then my landlord actually texted me like. After like five days, he's like, "Yo, man, I see your car, and I and I don't see you moving. You all right, man?" Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." He's like, "You all right?" Good I'm man. Like, yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. He, he wanted to just like suddenly smell something horrible coming from the basement. It's like, what's going yeah. on? And they just yeah. find you in the bathtub yeah. being eaten by a cat. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I was man, like, yeah, thanks actually... for checking, man. A <laughs> one landlord, man, landlord of the year. Yeah, bro. And and, 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 all, and all you guys, all you guys, we could have exactly, essentially been having horrid, horrid crises, and you guys don't care. Yeah, here we are. Not <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're like, weekly podcast. You're like, unless no you put, out, like, if you put out an episode, we're gonna engage. If you don't put out episodes, screw you. Like, like you could die for all we care. Yeah. Whoa. Geez. I don't know if it's that if it's that deep. I don't know if people <laughs> people are implying that we could just die. <laughs> um (laughs) but yeah i I don't know when we i like a part of me was wondering whether she put all that announcement like when you decided we weren't gonna record but i was like ah whatever i don't think anyone's gonna be bothered by it and that's what i said to emil but deep down i was like i hope at least one person (laughs) one person's bothered uh but no one is literally no one checked in um but if you you know but but, but, you know you know i i like obviously it's not really that big a deal. Like, I felt yeah. kind of bad, like oh that we broke the streak. Like you know, it must it must have been you that same the same goes... Episode me? twelve. Oh, yeah, I guess it was me. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we broke the streak a long time ago. Sorry. Yeah, man. If, 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 like, if episode no. twelve hadn't been deleted, this might have been a little more. But it's whatever. Yeah, I I think okay. I think just the fact that we actually didn't record it at all just felt just felt kind of strange. Almost like I was gonna say almost felt like that that feeling when. When high school kids break their Instagrams, I mean, they break their Snapchat streak, which apparently kids are still doing. Like they're still on Snapchat streak. Like they're still trying to keep Snapchat streak. So I was like, that's still a thing. Yeah, I feel as though I'm, even though I'm Gen Z, like I'm, I'm an elder Gen Z. I'm a, I'm a gray Gen Z. Um, I feel as though a lot of people, at least uh, like roughly my age, Snapchat is in this, it's in this weird place. Like roughly where around Facebook is, but it's it's. Like, it's just this app where people who I used to talk to in high school, <laughs> I occasionally see 
Um, what no, they're but honestly, no, and their exact I'm, and their exact geographical location, which is kind of weird. <laughs> like <laughs> I know exactly where they are on the huh, map. Huh, you're like, huh, you're in my house. Yeah, That's like oh, my old like, science <laughs> partner from from grade eleven is three blocks away from me. It's good to know. <laughs> but no, apart from that, you know, like, you know, it's totally needless. Every time, every time I even hear Snapchat, I'm always I'm always like, huh, still around, huh? I'm like, huh, still around. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I always really think it's Twitter. And with Instagram's reels, Instagram's trying to finish off TikTok too, man. Instagram is relentless, man. I don't know, man. You better think twice before you come at, at Xi Jinping <laughs> and the Chinese government. Um, <laughs> what was I about to say? Yeah, but uh, but yeah, obviously. So we took we took a week off, um, and yeah, we actually straight up didn't even record, which is kind of new. It definitely feels like it's been longer than two weeks. Um, in terms of the reason why we decided not to record, uh, there's really <laughs> no good reason, man. I feel as though, and and maybe you could you could also talk about how you feel about this. And I, I don't want to talk too much about the pandemic, but c'est la vie. Uh, I'm I'm running on the last dregs of personality that I've got, man. Like this is <laughs> no really, man. Like people don't realize it, but when I come onto the pod, I'm really summoning. Just those those last few <laughs> drops of charisma I have left in me. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, there's nothing. What, what is that whole statement? Like, um, you know, you can't you can't fill a cup with an empty cup or something. Like, if you want to fill other people. Oh people's. my goodness. And that's the thing. No, but honestly, like, my life is just work and home, and it's like I don't see anything. I don't see anything which is on my phone. I don't really talk to people yeah. unless yeah. it's like you know through yeah. FaceTime. And so last week I yeah, was like, yeah. nah, I don't, I don't have it. <laughs> You know, but but honestly, man, I, I I sort of get that because like the idea of like if you have that kind of energy your whole life, that's exhausting. Like to be yeah. to be like that all the time. It'd be such a nuisance. And like I, I feel I feel all the time too. Like sometimes sometimes I even, I even tell my students sometimes I'm like I'm like this is literally not how I am in most of my life. Like like I literally have to add myself up for this. I'm literally not like this most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So um, that 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 week off was kind of like um. We kind of pulled a little Kyrie for all the basketball fans. Um, you just disappeared. Just, <laughs> just disappeared. Didn't tell anybody where we were. And then what? What did he come back? Where were you? Well, just a little self care trip. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just, have to, just have to take a little break for my mental health. Uh, <laughs> did, it, did he announce where he went? No, I think he went to go see his sister. He's done it twice. He did it twice this season. I don't know where he's been going, but. If you're that good, I guess you can just play when you want. <laughs> when I when I, when I was that's the level we're trying I, to get was, on, folks. Where the podcast comes out every week, sort of. Uh. When I was when I was a kid, when I was a kid, uh, when I used to when I used, remember when I used to have have delusional dreams of playing professional soccer. Literally, man, in the back of my mind, when like someone would be like, "Oh man, it's like you like you know most you know most big games are on Saturdays." I'm like, "Yeah, but the team the team will now. Well, the team will understand." Or like UEFA would change the schedule. UEFA would change the Champions League final to accommodate me. <laughs> yeah, just to explain to people, like uh, we grew up like Seventh Day Adventist, and so on Saturday, it's almost like yeah, the Saturdays are a whole. Why, why are you saying like the past tense? Like, <laughs> no, but I'm just explaining to people because we're talking about our yeah, childhoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, so Saturday yeah. we were church, so we couldn't actually play soccer. And Emil thought the entire global soccer system was just going to bend to <laughs> bend to his his otherworldly talent, um, even though he wasn't the best player. In our neighborhood, like when you said delusional I I dreams, I just really need to put it in context for people. <laughs> what we mean by was, delusional? I, I think 
I think there was a time when I think you were like Emil. I literally know twelve. I literally can make a team of people better than you. Like yeah, I know them personally. Yeah, with I my phone, I, I can text people. them. I can text them. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have them. I know them. I can text them. They're all better than you. As <laughs> I, 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 I can name, I can name subs in each position. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, but I don't know, man. Well, like that's that's what childhood is, man. Uh, but. <laughs> Um, where was I? But yeah, um, obviously, you know, we don't want to make a habit out of missing weeks, you know, going forward. We want to make sure the podcast is regular. It's coming out every week, but last yeah. week we just took a week off. Um, yeah. And also, we, you know, you can only do so much, you know, soapbox preaching. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's a big part of what our podcast is. We pick a topic and we talk about it like we're authorities. <laughs> Even though, but you know, but you know, you know, you know, you know, we spread our, we spread our legs and we manspread and we mansplained. So, but I was thinking, but I was thinking, I was thinking with the way, the way, like, like people checking up on you and stuff. How many, like, for the most of the podcasts you listen to, if they, let's say the ones I've scheduled, if they missed a scheduled podcast, would you notice like quickly? Or like, or or like, would they have to miss a couple before you notice? Uh, I would notice, yeah, but I'm also very into podcasting. Like I listen, I listen so to like, a lot so, of podcasts. So, so, so like you notice, so you notice the first one they missed. Yeah, because I, I kind of, I don't know. This is gonna seem kind of lame, but a, a big, a, in a way, I almost like structure my week around podcasts. Like I know Sundays at seven p.m. after I post Basement Full of Heretics, I can listen to This American Life, and then I know. Later that day, strategist is going to come out, so I'm going to listen to that on the train. And then also the two soccer podcasts. And then I know on Which Thursday, two soccer podcasts? Oh, the Ramble? Ramble and Gavin Jules. Although Ramble, it's only if certain people are on you actually You actually subscribe to Gavin Jules? I like it, yeah. Uh, I remember I remember a couple months ago, you were like, you, we were talking about it, you were like, you don't listen? No, I like it. It's a pretty good soccer podcast. For anyone there out there who's looking for a good soccer what? podcast, Gavin Jules show is a good one. Um, and yeah, it's pretty much the rest of the week. Like there's a few podcasts like, you know, Joe Rogan, Bill Simmons, who they don't have a set schedule. Like they just put out three podcasts a week, but they don't, it's not, it's not specific days. Although Bill Simmons, he Dick. has someone regular. Has Joe so Rogan, those ones I wouldn't notice, but, um, has Joe Rogan ever seen. done like three days in a row? He's done three in a day. Joe Rogan go <laughs> Oh hard. my goodness. Hey man, dude, when, when Spotify's, when Spotify's throwing that kind of money at you. I'll talk to anybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll talk okay, to Teletubbies no, no, okay. for, for nine hours. <laughs> no, but like, no, but like, no, but like, but like, go three in a day. Is he gonna do any more that week, or that's it? Nah, man, he'll do three. Dude, dude, some some weeks Joe Rogan like just kicks it in the high gear. <laughs> oh my goodness, this yeah. man, this man is all grinding. This mm-hmm. okay, 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 okay. I've never actually listened to like a Joe Rogan experience. I've seen, I've seen the clips like like a couple minutes here and there. I've never actually watched the type so. But from what from what I've heard about from what I've heard from you telling me and like just from people talking about it, this man must be one of the hardest working men in the world. This man must just work. Yeah, I think Joe Rogan is almost uh, I don't know. People obviously have different different feelings about him, but I think he's very much an example of someone who's made their pat their 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 passions into their into a living. Like he works very hard, but it's all stuff that he likes doing. Like he likes he likes doing podcasts. Like he was like like he was doing podcasts before he was making really that much money off of it, and he just enjoys it. 
And now, obviously, it's very lucrative for him. He likes doing stand-up comedy, so it's not really a big hassle for him to go to the clubs and perform. He still does it. Yeah, it's like he, he still, still does it. I think that's like that's probably the career he identifies with the most still. Um, but like, yeah, oh, really? he, he likes doing stand-up. He likes doing he likes mixed martial arts, so it's not really a hassle for him to go to these UFC events and commentate. And so, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, but I think it's it's a really good example. And obviously, it's it's a really nice setup. So Kevin Hart. Yeah, like obviously not not everyone is going to be able to create a life, especially one where they make hundreds of millions of dollars and they're just doing stuff that they find fun. But I think it's Do you think Joe Rogan's a billionaire? To. Billionaire? I don't know. Probably not. Billions a lot of money. Yeah. I was just thinking, yeah, that's 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 actually really cool though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's not always fun, but I mean, um yeah, he definitely does seem to work a lot. Work very hard. Where us would yeah. just be toiling, uh, <laughs> uh, toiling for nothing. He's... Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I think you asked me how I'm doing. How, how are you doing these last couple of weeks? How have you been maintaining? I've been good, man. I've been good. Um, outside of outside of the pandemic shutting stuff down again, and obviously, um, I don't want to just always be pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. But literally, the pandemic made it to the point that that's all we talked about. But like outside of that, um. I don't know, man. The weather's nicer. Um, it's just I feel like when when it's not winter, living in Canada and Alberta is actually not that bad. It's kind of nice weather, kind of chill. So definitely been enjoying that. Yeah, literally, man. My life has just been same old, same old, man. Nothing, nothing out of the nothing exceptionally interesting. Nice. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, okay, so with that riveting update, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different for Heritage Corner this week. Um, so we can just hop into there. We're down! It's times like this I wish I were a religious man. It's all over, people! We don't have a prayer! Ah! Alright, so this week for Heretics Corner, um, like I said, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, you might have noticed from the title of the episode, uh, our regular structure is a little bit off. Usually we're doing something in the basement but now we're speaking of the basement uh so clearly you know there's gonna be some big brain conversation things of consequence are about to be discussed uh but yeah it's the state of the basement episode uh so what i just wanted to do um what we wanted to do it's almost like our state of the union um address uh when i thought of uh when i thought of the episode topic i was thinking of maybe like you know having the the like the trumpets going off and like you know actually doing a proper like people of the pod um (laughs) but yeah sometimes it seems like that might just be putting a little bit of too much production value into it um but pretty much what we mean by the state of the basement is uh we just wanted to give people just first start off with a quick update with how things are going with the pod uh you know we, we still aren't making any money off of it. This podcast is still very much in the red. Every week we lose money. <laughs> we lose more and more money. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We can, like, this, this is the ultimate opportunity cost calculation, man. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is how everything works out. Uh, you, you, keep, you pour money into it until eventually you make money back or you just lose all your money. <laughs> you can't do it anymore. You don't have any more porn. <laughs> yeah um but uh but yeah i just want to give people a quick little update on how things are going with the pod um and then i wanted to do something a little different 
um, instead of picking a topic and just talking about it, which is, you know, it's a tried and true method and may pro- obviously probably one we're going to go back to in the future. But I wanted to have less of a, you know, like kind of a soapbox preacher style episode and just more one where we talk about ourselves, um, kind of see yeah. the state of ourselves because the state of the basement is the state of our hearts. Um, and also talk about the world because the state of the world is the, also the state of the basement. Um, so it's just going to be kind of a more, a more relaxed conversation. Um, it's like, it's, it's like one of those Russian nesting doll things. Everything's a state of the basement. Everything just goes back to the basement. Yeah. yeah this is like a, <laughs> we're going to say like a hyper dense star, but I actually don't know where I was going to go with that metaphor. Um, but anyway, uh, so I guess to give people a quick little recap on how things are going with the pod. Um, this is our 17th episode, obviously since January 9th. Um, Wow, eighteen weeks. We've only missed two, um, which is which is pretty big. And like we didn't really miss two, we only really really missed one, which was last week, yeah. episode twelve. Um, you'll always be near and dear to our hearts. It's still on my computer. I'll drop it whenever. Um, <laughs> uh, but since then, I tallied it up. Okay, uh, let's, let, let me see if I can get a good guess out of you. So we've had. 16 episodes this is our 17th so it's not yeah. included how many minutes of podcasting do you think we've done um 600 600 minutes of podcasting yeah okay so that would well that would be like 10 hours 10 About hours of podcasting time. well you were horribly wrong we've actually done 1342 minutes of podcasting so we cracked uh we cracked a thousand minutes um so overall 22 hours if this episode is long enough, yeah. we might have actually done a full day of Basement Full of Heretics podcasting. Um, and for anyone else, I don't, I, you know, that's going to be uh, that's going to be one of the Instagram questions if I decide to post one this week. But I'm interested in who's actually listened to all the episodes. Because if you have, that means you've given us a full day of your life. Uh, <laughs> it might be time to do <laughs> some reflection. you ain't getting it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no refund. Because <laughs> we can't afford it. Um, <laughs> It's, it's, um, it's actually it's actually so funny. It's actually so funny because you mentioned that because that reminds me of that text thing I sent you this week. And you're like, yo, are you high? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, thing, yeah. Meals like, yo, time. man, have you ever thought about time and like, there's no do-overs, man. man you time's high? crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm really thinking too much. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, over 22 hours of podcasting, which is very exciting. It's a very nice number. Um, listeners on two continents. Um, I'm pretty sure this three months. Three countries, two continents, three countries. What, what are the three countries? Well, according to Podbean, we have Australia. We I don't Australia, know, man. Bro. Australia doesn't show up anymore on Podbean, so <laughs> I don't know what happened. If someone just like retroactively took their listen away from us, but yeah, we used to have an Australian listener. Uh, if you're still there, um, what did it do? But uh, uh, refresh your phone. <laughs> refresh yeah, your please. phone. We want to make sure you get your. Yeah, but we have listeners in U.S., Canada, and Europe, specifically Holland. Uh, mm-hmm. We know who you are in Holland. Much love. Um, I think we have some German ones, man, and France. Nah, man. Oh, actually, yeah, actually, yeah. Those are old statistics. Um, I'm gonna have to double check, but I know we definitely have North American um, and European listeners. Africa really not representing, you know, kind of uh, motherland. Uh, <laughs> don't got our back. <laughs> which, which, which is so, which is so funny because so many of our listeners have connections to Africa. Man, tell your family and friends. Yeah, bro. tell your like, family and friends, man. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> tell your, tell your, tell your grandmas. Tell your. <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 come you you come to the west and you forget to share, man. <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, these people. 
Um, and we have one <laughs> unknown listener. Someone seems to be using a VPN because we can't seem to locate them. But uh, we have our crack team. Not you. <laughs> trying to. No, I don't, I don't use VPN anymore. Um, <laughs> and in terms of uh, and in terms of uh, five star ratings, which is the only kind of rating we get on the pod. Um, anything else we purge quickly uh, from the internet. But uh, eleven five star ratings, which as we've said. Oh word! Yeah, man. Which is actually numbers. so sick. Is there any comments? Is there any comments with the rating? No, no, there are no comments. And like I've said to the people, you if you want a question answered, leave a five star rating with your question. Yes, this is this is shameless promotion. Yes, we're doing whatever we can to get five star ratings, but leave a question with your comment and we will answer it. It could be embarrassing, it could be incriminating, it could be highly problematic. Um, but we'll and, read and, it and, on and, the and, air. And a good thing. And here's the thing. And here's the thing. The good thing. The good thing about Apple, Apple, Apple Podcast is like when you enter your comment, you can make up whatever name you want. Like you don't have to put your name. Like you actually exactly. don't have to put your name. Exactly. You could be like Emil's baby you can, mama. You can eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. You can, you can literally not do to give that you any and, ideas, and cool, folks. But <laughs> I'm just saying, if that was your username, you would still get read on the air. <laughs> and I would read it. And I would read it. Yeah, Emil doesn't run away from his uh, from his problems <laughs> any more than he has. We're brave, bro. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so eleven five star ratings, which is nice, is a big number. Let me quickly check in on our on our biggest competition, the Joel Osteen podcast. One point one eleven hundred ratings. So, folks, we really need to step our game up and try to catch up to catch up to Joel. Although his average is four four and a half stars, so uh, uh, take that. Uh, but yeah, those are that, that's where we are with uh, some of our statistics and zero cancellations. Look at us—we're both gainfully employed. Um, Seventeen weeks into the podcast, <laughs> and and we're public about it. It's in our Instagram bios. If people want to cancel us, it's right there. Uh, <laughs> see, see, see here's, here's, here's the problem. I, I think I think one of the things one of the interesting things about podcasts is unlike Twitter, where you can read someone's stuff and like you just see the comment and cancel them. Yeah. To cancel someone off the podcast is a certain amount of like investment you have to make. You actually have to stop. You have to sit down and listen to it. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's why we do the intro, people. That 15 minutes at the beginning, <laughs> it's just to discourage, it's just to discourage yeah. all the all the ill-intentioned listeners. 15 minutes of us just talking about actually nothing, and then once so, 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 we, once it's only yeah. so, uh, only friends and by family, now, by now, get crazy. Yeah, listen. <laughs> If, if you're still listening, if you're still listening, your family. Yeah. If you're still yeah. listening, you literally have you literally have our best our best interests at heart. Yeah, yeah honestly. And like our, our our aimlessness has a purpose. It, it is our shield. It, it's that whole thing where it's like where it's like has everyone left? Has everyone left? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Let's, let's get it. Let's get into it now. There's that there's that Bible verse. Those. What is it? Those, those, those who sought thy death are gone. Eh? Yeah, man, I like that. Yo, that should be the podcast model. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, look at us ducking and dodging. We we talked about some pretty hot topics. Um, haven't said anything too crazy. We said things people disagreed with, definitely. Um, but nothing too crazy. But they dis- but they disagreed. They disagreed and talked about it. They disagreed and just like take and like go and cancel us and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's obviously nice. Um, I, I I was thinking about doing a hot takes episode, but maybe we'll save that for the future. Just one where we really we really uh, dance with the devil. And <laughs> <laughs> what are these days? What are these face. days? 
<laughs> one of these days, one of these days, one of these days, we should, we should set up like a sort of a live of some sort with uh, listeners, like on some yeah, platform, yeah. like 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 a Instagram clubhouse, something, just like a live. Nah, clubhouse is dead, man. Your clubhouse uh, is dead. I don't know. Honestly, clubhouse. You know, okay, you know, uh, I'll, I'll just quickly explain uh, what the format is. Then we can, this could even be our first topic. But, all, but hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to it. All the comments on Clubhouse are like, are like, are like all this, like this is this is the closed gate community, and all you guys are ignorant. I mean, all you guys are arrogant. That's, that's like all the all the Apple comments on Clubhouse. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna because, in, we're gonna get into Clubhouse. Okay. Let me just explain what we're doing. This episode. That's literally what I said I was about to do. Um, but 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 what's going on is like I said, we you know we're just kind of checking on each other, uh, just having a conversation, just about things in our lives and the world. And okay, this is gonna sound a little bit like the headline section. I know some people enjoyed it, some people don't. But it's this is different. We we kind of want to talk about the big issues, the ones that are in the global conversation, and and our own thoughts on them. We're not gonna be telling you about some like. Um, some teacher in Arizona who got attacked by like a lizard or something like just those super nuanced stories. Um, we kind of want to talk about the bigger things this week and just kind of chill, just have a, have a pretty chill episode. Um, so we're going to hit a lot of different things. You might be interested in some of them. You might not be interested in all of them, but, uh, but just, uh, hopefully you stick around for the ride. But what we're saying about clubhouse, um, you're on clubhouse, right? You're in, you're in this yeah, but... gay community. Honestly, at this point, if you aren't on clubhouse, bro, you're kind of lame. Like, <laughs> Like if you haven't been able to, is it is it is it is it is it is this still only Apple or an Android? Oh, okay, oh, okay. Oh, that's the complaint. I thought the complaint was yeah, that people yeah. hadn't got invites yet. I was like, if you still haven't been able to get yourself a clubhouse <laughs> invite, like, bro, <laughs> like, no disrespect, but you need to get some friends, man. <laughs> Because 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 most clubhouse people, I, 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 one time I checked, I, I one time I logged the clubhouse. I think I have like seven invites. Like, like, yeah. like I just have like so many invites. Like honestly, man, like you, like bro, if you haven't got an invite at this point, hey, <laughs> your life must be in shambles. No, um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. But why? Why is why the clubhouse like sort of fall off? Because like people used to talk about all the time, but now like no one talks about it anymore. Because it's just not. It's just not a good model. Like at the end of the day, I think Clubhouse. First of all, the the evaluation was crazy. Like I'm pretty sure, like the like the creators of Clubhouse, they were talking about it as if like in a couple in a like in a couple of years, this is gonna be on on par with Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Like we're gonna talk about Clubhouse in that same group of the social media apps. And so people, obviously, I think the bar was set too high. And the thing is, once you actually use podcast, I mean Clubhouse. Clubhouse is just is just like listening to a million horrible podcasts, like the, like the most the absolute <laughs> worst podcast, and you just hop in. But you can be part of it. Oh yeah, I forgot. You could be part of the worst podcast <laughs> you've ever you know, listened no, to. No, 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 no. But that's the thing. No, that's the thing. That's the thing. No, but that that's part of, that's part of the draw of it because people listen to podcasts sometimes and they're like, oh man, like they they like they like they're basically yelling at the. I I wish people say like yelling at the phone, like not. Nah, but you can actually engage with it. You can actually and, 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 say, and your, about it, say your piece to it. Those are the kinds of people you're going to find. Okay. <laughs> Those are the kinds of people who scream at their phones when they listen to podcasts. <laughs> like, honestly, man, I, uh, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of people who enjoyed Clubhouse. There's a lot of people. There was also the fact that, like, especially if you got on relative to the early days and you were very – like, I saw a lot of people who I know who built really large followings. And like bigger followings than they had on these other social media apps. And so let's say if you're someone, do they just do they do they just use it? Do they just use it as like a gate towards the other social media? 
like yes and no but like the fact is like if you can get on clubhouse if you got on clubhouse early and let's say you have a thousand instagram followers but on clubhouse you can get like you've got like ten thousand within the first month and you're you're way ahead of the pack because you were there you're one of the early people obviously there's a temptation to go from there and say oh this is the true app this is the real app because this is where you have an actual following this is where you have an actual foothold um but in reality like it's it's just i don't know man it's just such a it's voice notes and anyone who knows me personally knows how much i absolutely hate voice notes but it's it's just so clunky man and it just allows people it gives people the opportunity to not be concise to be confusing um to be like uninformed and you know which 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 honestly which honestly which is really weird because i would imagine i would imagine the people the founders of the clubhouse would say the clubhouse was created for the specific purpose of not being clunky and all and just a hot take machine the idea that like twitter is just full of few characters it's just all hot takes but the idea of a clubhouse is like you can you can you can fully articulate what you're trying to say yeah but some I'm people pretty sure shouldn't that... be allowed to fully articulate what they're trying to say <laughs> like I'm, I, honestly and here's my thing this is this is maybe I'm, I'm gonna drift into my my dislike of voice notes but i mean the problem with audio and yeah the problem with audio is that you can you can be so wasteful like someone can be like Oh, you know, um, so I was going to the park and, um, or was it the park? Um, actually, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. It was the park and I was going on like Tuesday. And so I go on Tuesday, I'm going to the park, right? Which is kind of crazy. Like who goes to the park on Tuesday? Right. And so I'm going to the park on Tuesday. I get to the park and guess what? First of all, remember I'm at the park It's Tuesday. Who's there? Jimmy's at the park on a Tuesday. Literally that whole story could have been condensed. I went to the park on Tuesday. Jimmy was there. Cause, but the thing is, voice Wild. notes allow people to be so, so wasteful with their, and it's yeah. like I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just me, but like when when you're on a thing like Clubhouse and these are just strangers, this is some random guy in Pennsylvania just saying things. <laughs> the funniest, no, the funniest, the funniest Clubhouse dream. First of all, how did Clubhouse make money? Uh, I don't know. I re- I think it was being beta tested. I don't know how it made money. But then again, a lot of these guys <laughs> didn't make money from the beginning. No, but like, but, but I'm just saying, like, maybe like through like promotions, like, maybe you could like pay money for like have your group be more popular. I don't know how it worked, but oh, maybe <laughs> I remember, dude. I remember I was, I was in I was in a clubhouse room once with these, with these black Hebrew Israelites, and <laughs> and there was there was there was like 50 guys ganging up on this one guy telling him about how he should hate white people, and he's and he, he was like he was like well white no I was no racist they're like oh that's what they want you to. And then there was a guy. There was a guy who was yeah, like, that was actually like sounds like kind speaker. of a like no, 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 no. This no, interesting. Listen, there was a guy who was like the main speaker, and 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 uh, he had he had like an armor bearer called Abuka who would read the Bible verses. <laughs> we were like Abuka, <laughs> read yeah, Abuka, read Deuteronomy six verse nine. The guy would go 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 go, go, go. Deuteronomy six verses nine. <laughs> I, I, I think he started reading, and then he would read, and you shall smite the enemy. Stop, stop, stop the enemy. Which are the white men? Like <laughs> it was actually too yeah, so funny. funny. It was See, such honestly, a funny group. If, if Clubhouse had more rooms like that, maybe it'd be, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be on par with it. Literally, 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 the name the name of the group was Biblical Smoke is on another level. No, no, that was Biblical the Smoke. Group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think every Sunday morning they 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 meet. I think I went there. I think I saw it two like two different Sundays. It was actually too funny. That's the thing. It's like it's. <laughs> And the thing with Clubhouse is that it's it really is a case of like needles in the haystack. Like first of all, finding because yeah. you have to find a good group, 
and you just have to find a group when it's being good. Like some groups, you know, the conversation popping and then some people leave and it kind of dies off. So you have to hit it at the right moment, at the right time. And, you know, that's gambling. Whereas with, let's say something. Can you, like can you, can you audio record? I mean, can you screen record on Clubhouse and hear and like record what someone's saying? You can, but, uh, but obviously that's just so much work. Um, but, uh. Okay. But that's the thing. Like, that's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference between Clubhouse and like something like Twitter, where Twitter, the algorithm literally just says like, okay, these are the tweets everyone likes. These are the ones people are enjoying. We're just gonna put this to the top of your feed. Um, what are you laughing at? Did you? Did you? Did, I, I was just thinking about that thing. Did you see that video of that of that guy who was his girlfriend? He didn't have Spotify, and so his girlfriend screen recorded Spotify, and then I then sent him the screen record of the song. Damn man. Homegirl's enabling his struggle. No, no, this is, no, this no, is unacceptable. I wanted the explicit version. The explicit version. He's called it with two E's? Yeah, no, no, he was talking, man. It was a video. He said, he said, he said I want the explicit version. Imagine, that. Imagine, imagine having to open the photos app to listen to a song. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard in these kids, man. The, Honestly, the pandemic man. is the pandemic Honestly. is finishing people off, man. It's like it's like it's like it's like okay, I can't afford Spotify, but I still want the jams. I don't know. I you can't even. Want you, the jams, you don't even have the data to go on YouTube. <laughs> like that. <nah. laughs> I need open the photos up. <laughs> <laughs> you go. You go to work out. You go to work out. Go to the photos. <laughs> go get his workout music in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, prayers for that guy. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't even know how we ended up on the clubhouse topic. All right, Neil, back from the washroom. Um, no secrets on the pod, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how we got to clubhouse, but that, that's something I'd be interested in, listeners, because I know a few of the listeners just. They have me on Clubhouse, so I know I know you're on Clubhouse. Um, I'd be interested in seeing if any. Do you, do, you, do you have the app? Do you have the app? I have phone? the app, but I haven't. I literally haven't even opened it in like a couple of months. Um, I really they just send you. They send you notifications. You know, no, your friends in certain rooms. I turned those off. I used to get them, but um, uh, yeah. I know. I, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember. This, I was listening to Bible Babes of Badger, and like, apparently the UK guys, the UK people, were on it like crazy. And then and then and then the guy was like the, the guy was like honestly like outside of a pandemic I'm not sure clubhouse is sustainable like it's just like oh, yeah, I'm definitely. not sure people could actually do this if it was if it wasn't for a pandemic yeah you definitely need to be at home and not going anywhere for the next couple <laughs> hours um, yeah I'm just being a general state of despair but uh but yeah we're gonna you see go to, you you no, are you have you ever have you ever been in a room gone to sleep woke up and that room is still going because <laughs> people are still in it. Nah, well, I'm sure they that, that could have been the case. I just wasn't that committed. But there was definitely a few instances of like being in, speaking of British people, like being in rooms with British people. And it's like six, it's like six, no, not even six, it's like 8 a.m. on a work day. And there's literally 20 of them in here just chatting. I'm like, yo, man, these people are unemployed. Like, <laughs> you want to go to school or something? Like, why'd you do something? Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you on, on a Zoom call, when you on a Zoom call, and the person's <laughs> muted, the person's on Clubhouse. <laughs> just literally talking about nothing, um, yeah. but but yeah, in, a, in, a, in the middle in the middle of a work meeting on a clubhouse on a clubhouse shoot my shot call. Oh yeah, um, that's the thing. And listeners, I'm interested in hearing if any of you are on clubhouse. Maybe some of you believers in clubhouse. 
um, you still think uh, um, it's Clubhouse's time is coming, let us know. Um, but I did want to switch gears a little bit and talk about something. <laughs> this is very much a big switch in gears. Um, but there's, 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 there's a few like news stories, which are obviously kind of in the headlines. Um, and one I was interested in is like specifically the Israel-Palestine um, yeah. conflict. Um, obviously, it isn't new to see to see, um, you know, do you, stuff pop. Do you remember? Through. Do you remember as a kid, like just watching? I remember this clearly. Just watching BBC with Dad, and like Israel Palestine was like every couple months there'd be conflict, like every couple months, and it was all, and then like they would sort of talk about it for a while, and they'll talk about it again. You remember that? Like just like it was just like it just was like so just constant. Yeah, well, I think the last um, serious war was like in 2014, 50-day war or something like that. Yeah. Those, those fighting for about 50 days. That might it's probably what you're referring to, and that's the last thing I really remember. But obviously, obviously, the Israel, Israel, Palestine, you know, stuff's been popping off in that region for for quite a while. Um, it's interesting, even because I know I typed in. In, in my notes, Israel-Palestine conflict, and I've, I've noticed some people actually take issue with that word and say it's not a conflict, it's an occupation. Um, mm. uh, and I don't know this 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 latest round of this latest round of fighting has been very illuminating for me personally. Um, and I guess just to give people a little bit of background, and oof, I'm really scared I'm going to mess this up, but just from from the the details I do know uh, uh, that I understand is the way this started is um is uh Israel has certain laws where pretty much um Jews can take possession of property which um is 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 said to previously have owned previously belonged to them so whether or not they currently live there but it's like oh you know this is kind of kind of the the whole idea of the Jewish state <laughs> as a whole is that they can take possession of property which previously belonged to them and so this there's this east um this neighborhood in eastern in the east part of Jerusalem Sheva Sheva Sher or something like that Sheva something and there was some yeah um so there were and there were Palestinian families that were evicted or being evicted in the process of being evicted from from that area um and so that kind of Obviously, you have case of Palestinians who are already refugees in the area. Now they're getting evicted out of their homes um, just because, I guess, some uh, some Jews have decided that, you know, this is my property. I want to take it back. And so they're evicting these people. Um, that kind of caused the tensions to flare up. And then on top of that, um, uh, Ramadan just ended. But um, but uh, Israel, they had put some certain restrictions on the gatherings in mosques because of Ramadan. And... Um, I don't know exactly where the mosque was, but there was a case of like the Israeli military going into a mosque and like shooting gas bombs and, and rubber bullets and things. It was like Dome on the Rock. I don't know if it was Dome of the Rock. I don't know which exactly. No, but but it was but it, but it was it was it was it was yeah it was. It was I remember was I was it? in the podcast. It was it was yeah, and it was especially because that was on the same day that there was a Jewish pilgrimage on, on that like to that to the same location. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know exactly which um which uh which mosque it was. Um, but yeah, so then obviously the military comes in into a mosque, a holy place, and they shot off rubber bullets and gas people and people were injured. I don't know if anyone died, but there were different <clears> people that, that were injured. And since then, there's been obviously increased hostilities. There's been airstrikes um, in, in the Gaza Strip. Um, there's been rockets launched from Gaza to Jerusalem. I think a few people have died in Israel. Quite a few more people have it's died. Basically, it's basically the whole country now, right? Yeah. Um, so quite a few more people. Like, 
a few more people have died in Palestine. I know this morning there was an there was a building. I think the Associated Press is um, Associated Press and Reuters. Their offices in uh, Palestine were blown up, and two apartment buildings have been blown up. Mm-hmm. And that and um, so yeah, things are getting pretty crazy there. Um, there's uh, there's quite a big push, I guess, globally, just I guess to try to raise awareness of what exactly is going on. Um, and I know for me, like it was definitely, and I don't want to make this about me, but I just, just to, I guess, so people understand where at least I'm coming from. Like I know for me, this feels very different. And I don't know about you, but like this is the first time I've really seen, um, at least a very grassroots, a very widespread grassroots effort rallying around Palestine, because I think before when there was this stuff, like I, people used to be split. It used to be, it used to be pretty. There used to be a pretty clear split. Some people would be like, "Yo, what's or or actually no, to phrase it better, the people who used to support Palestine were usually kind of like radicals, like super far left people, and like if you were in, if you were a centrist or a moderate politically, those people would talk about, oh, there needs to be a two state solution, there needs to be um, peace in the region, or they just say, well, you know, the Jews need a country and the Palestinians kind of just need to live with it, and it was like the very far lefties, almost like the anarchists. Those are the people who are saying things like, you know, what's going on in Palestine? It's an occupation. It's a genocide. It's all these all these things. Um, and now it seems to be like that's the more accepted narrative. Um, and I, I think it's, it's the correct one. But I don't know. First of all, before I keep going, is that have you is that has that been your experience? Do you feel like the global response has been a little bit different um, this time around from what you remember? Um yeah um i think i think it's interesting because i was actually having a conversation with uh with with a friend of a friend about like how how the because i remember i remember initially on monday when the shake Arar thing uh started and there was the i think the yeah and i think the the attack in the mosque um there was an artist um he posted something about stand with palestine and i remember my initial my initial thought was just remembering, I remember. Remember, I don't know if you remember uh, Yasser Arafat, the the leader of the Palestinian Authority, like like the nineties, early two thousands. No, I was even too young. So. Yeah, but like, but I remember. I remember he he was he was he was basically the face of like the Palestinian resistance, and um, he had he had that scarf that he used to wear and stuff. And I remember, um, well, during that time, there was yeah, there was this. It was almost like like it was like the revolutionary cause to the Palestinian cause, like the revolutionary one. And I remember when, um, when, 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 uh, and like he was, America was it for Israel against uh, Yasser Arafat and stuff like that. And like America didn't want to recognize the Palestinian state. And when, when the, when the, when the artist posted that thing, my initial thought, just my gut reaction was like, oh, this reminds me of that. And like, he's a young progressive, cool artist. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this makes sense. So I'm like, if there's conflict in the Middle East, I'll sort of expect him to be, pro-Palestinian because this is a position that a lot of young people would hold because yeah. it's it's like it's like Israel is the man, Palestine is the little guy. Um, we stand with the marginalized, we stand with the oppressed. It seems to be a, a position that young people generally hold. Um I think social media definitely Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um yeah. I think social media definitely makes it um heightened, makes people more alert to it because for example the the um the Reuters thing with uh, Associated Press that was this morning, right? Mm-hmm. And like, there's videos of it everywhere. 
And the idea is like typically when this when this stuff was happening, even in 2014 and like 2001 and so on, it would be on the nightly news. You would see it from like a news source such as um, like CBC, CNN, and so on. And one of the things that's really interesting is when you listen to a lot of news sources, there's this, and even when you listen to a lot of political leaders, I was listening to a thing with Justin Trudeau. There's this heavy emphasis anytime uh, like established news sources of political leaders talk about this to highlight the fact that Hamas, the militant group, is yeah. launching rockets. Uh, Israel is also launching is, is launching airstrikes. And there's this mm-hmm. hyper, there's a sense like you have to remember that this is a fight between two parties. One is a militant group and one is Israel. And like when we were younger and we were watching news, this was this was this was the only exposure you had to it. Yeah. And you would see on the nightly news and you would see this and like right after you see the the the, the video of the of the building falling in Gaza you would see clips of the rockets at Tel Aviv. But I feel like with 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 social media, um, it makes people aware of it right away. They can make their own opinions of what they see right away. They don't have to wait for a news anchor at 6 p.m. to tell them mm-hmm. what to think. They can see that right away. They can be informed. They can inform their friends. Um, I was having a conversation with someone. I said, I think, I think the the it's just it's just the human, the human cost on Gaza are just like overwhelming. Like, it's just like, it's just so crazy. And like, I feel like with Israel, because, because most of those rockets that Hamas launches because of like Israel's iron dome, they really aren't going to hit anyone. Like, like, yes, there are people who are going to suffer, like no doubt about that. But like, yes, overwhelmingly on the side of the Palestinians. But I was having a conversation with someone. I said, if, if Hamas, if, if Hamas had an iron dome over Gaza, and they had the same, let's say hypothetically, they had the same ability to conduct strikes as Israel would. Would the general feeling be the same? Do you think? I'm asking you, and and he and he was, he was surprised. Do you think the general feeling of free Palestine, let we are with Palestine, would still be the same if each side had the same ability to produce the same damage on each other and to defend themselves? Or would or would the general uh, feeling the world would be okay? It's a fair fight. Continue as you were. Hmm. I don't know. I, the, the, I really can't answer that. I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. I don't, I don't. Because, you know, because, 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 because yeah, the, the idea of occupation and bullying, it's so clear because the thing is Israel could literally, could literally just finish Gaza. Like they could finish it. Yeah. And, and, and I feel, I feel like it's so clear to people that Israel can do this. But because I remember, as I remember, I was, I was, um, because I, I was, I read this article. Or I read a thing by, one of the Israeli generals, and he kept talking about, he said, today we have conducted the most targeted attack against a targeted opponent. And he kept saying the idea, like, this is a targeted, we're, 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 we're targeting, yeah, we're yeah, targeting this. Like and, that. The, and the idea that Hamas, Hamas is hiding behind women and children and that there's collateral damage because Hamas is doing this. And essentially, there's, there's, that, there's that idea of like, hey, we are not killing, randomly killing civilians. We are targeting someone and they are using civilians as like a shield, which was like a similar thing that we saw the the, the line with. We saw a similar thing with the Taliban and like with yeah. Iraq and Afghanistan, Osama, later they, they and so and so on. Yeah, but like, but like, I, I was just really wondering that because, like, yeah, that idea of it, you literally can't avoid that. Like, it's it's okay. It's not a yeah. It's really not a conflict because it's not a fair fight. Like, it's literally not a fair fight at all. But I just wonder, like, if it was a fair fight, if the general outrage and about and the 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 palace the, the support of palestine would be the same if it was a fair fight 
I don't know. I, I, I really, I can't answer that question. Like, and obviously there's a, there's a lot of things that go into that. Like how, because the thing is like part of the reason why Israel has this formidable military is because they have so much foreign backing. Yes. And, yes. And so the but, question but, is like, you know, if but, Palestine no, but, was being backed by the no, Iranian but, but, government or being backed by, you know, the Russians and the Chinese, obviously that might change how people view the situation. I don't know. No, but I, that no, it's a, no, no, because the, because the reason I'm asking is because if the Palestinian cause is fundamentally righteous, I do think then regardless. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. If the if Palestinian cause is fundamentally righteous, even if, even if, even if, even if they're the same well, capacity, about righteous, but I think it's, it's the more. No, 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 but no, 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 what I'm saying is like, yeah. if, if they're clearly on the side of right, like, you know, yeah. like, like on the argument, clearly on the side of right, then, then regardless of whether or not they have this capacity, we should, we should still be for Palestine. I, I, I just feel like for me, I think it's kind of tough because I was having a conversation with someone. There's, there's this almost this gut reaction to be like, be like, man, like, it's so it's so complex. Like it's actually like it's so complex. Like when it comes to like geopolitics, I don't know many people who actually understand it very well. Like I don't even understand it that well. Like like yeah. it is so complex, and it's I don't know like it's because it's 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 a conflict that's going on for so long, so many and like literally if you if you get like that whole alternative narrative, if you get one person, they'll tell you this, this is the actual reason. Another person would say Israel fighting against jihadists. They're fighting for their survival. Yeah. Hamas had their way. They would wipe us out. And like you have the the Palestinians who are saying Hamas are essentially, are, they're essentially a freedom fighter because Hamas is saying, hey, Israel, you're bullying us and we need to we need to defend our people. You have taken over all of our land. We all you have is Gaza. And to be honest, like, because isn't Gaza technically part of Israel? Yes. Well, it's, it's so, uh, okay, so, so, okay, okay. It depends who you ask. It depends who you. No, ask. no, 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 no. Because, like, okay, like, like, I, I like, like, for example, like, it's, it's so, it's so interesting because you see, you see pictures of Gaza, and like, you see what Gaza looks like, and you this, you see Israel. Israel is like a haven of, of, of Western civilization, compared to Gaza. And like and like and like it literally, yeah, it 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 should feel such an unfair fight that cards are stacked against the the Palestinians. But it's just I don't know, man. I yeah. for for me, my person for me, my personal point of it is just like the human suffering is just kind of it's just ridiculous. Like it's just absolutely ridiculous. And I feel like the scary part about that is because I remember I remember like as a kid, the stuff kind of stuff happening over and over again is that so many times we get so lost or i don't know like sometimes we get so lost in the geopolitics and arguing who's right who's wrong and eventually it seems like the world's eyes the eyes of the world are going to move away it's going to be maybe stopped for a while but then it's going to start again but it's just like man the human suffering the human cost is just so crazy and like now you can see it on social media in real time it's just unreal and that's the thing it's like I'm, i i don't want to spend a lot of time breaking down the Israel-Palestine situation because like Emil obviously made it clear, it's super complicated. It's very old. There's a lot of things going into it. And there's no way the two of us from Edmonton are going to are gonna give really any like nuanced, nuanced take on it or, or really um, offer up any sort of meaningful solutions. But I, I, I do think there's, 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 a, there's a few... There's a few larger lessons which I think have come out of this, at least for me, which I think are really have been really illuminating um the first one obviously is the social media one which you mentioned 
And it's so interesting because we've been talking, everyone's been talking about it for years, but pretty much the communication communications is no longer in the hands of these big traditional media companies. And like you said before, um, before the age of social media, when we heard about Israel and Palestine, it was from a news anchor. It was from the CBC, which is obviously at the end of the day, they might say they're independent, but they're going to side with the government on these things. They're not going to, they're not going to rock the boat or with all these, or with these major broadcasters like CNN, Fox, who don't want to rock the boat with, with conservatives, with advertisers and things like that. And so it's interesting because when I was young and when you were young, you got this image of like, oh, Hamas, they're terrorists. So even though Israel, what's doing, they're wrong. They're fighting fundamentally against a terrorist group. And so it can't be that wrong. Whereas now with social media, you're getting, it's kind of like the David Goliath narrative that you're talking about. And so it's interesting to see how it seems as though the narrative is completely out of the hands of, of not completely, but very largely out of the hands of, of the, the big traditional media companies. And there's, there's positives to it. There's, there's downsides to it. Um, but it seems to be the case. Uh, but, you know, some, something, part of the reason why this is so illuminating for me is because if you talked to me a year ago, <laughs> um, actually probably a few months ago before this whole thing kicked up and I really started to look into the situation a little more, I probably would have been more or less a Zionist. Um, obviously not fiercely Zionist, but I, I was someone who like believed in like the legitimacy of the Israeli state. And the reason for that, it's a little bit weird. It's not because of religion, which is the case for a lot of people, because they believe that, you know, before Jesus can come, we need to have a strong Israeli state. And so that's where a lot of the push from, like, the the conservative right comes from in support of Israel. But the reason I was, I, I believe in the legitimacy of the Israeli state is because I just happened when I was in high school to read a lot of books about uh, Judaism. Like, I read a lot of novels and I read a few books about the founding of the Israeli state and looking back on it, I realized it was kind of Zionist propaganda, but they were really well written. Um, and so I was, I was, I was someone who believed that, that Israel had a, I didn't think everything about it was perfect, but I thought, you know, Israel, they have an honest claim to this land and maybe we can try work a situation out. And yeah. but, but the reason why, what was so illuminating about this most recent, about this most recent flare up is, is, as someone who's read the thinking that established the Jewish state, because people have to realize the reason why, well, part, not actually the reason, but part of the reason why Israel is founded is, is a response to the Holocaust. So you have this, you have this group of people who just went through the worst persecution of their history. But it's not the first one. Jews have been persecuted in, in Europe and, and, um, and the Arab world for hundreds of years. Um, so they've been persecuted. the Romans. Yeah, so thousands of years. So these people, these people have been persecuted constantly, and it, they're weird because you know Jews. It's it's a it's a religion, but it's also a, it's also an ethnic group. It's 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 a very strange. It's a very strange mix of identities, and so you have this group which just went through six million people are dying, have died, and they're terrified. And they're and and part of the reason why they want to establish the state is that at the end of the day, the Jews realize that the only people we can trust is ourselves. We can't trust. Um, we can't trust becoming respectable citizens, which is very interesting. Kind of going to the whole race debate. People saying like, "Oh, if you build yourself up and become rich and, and successful, all these problems are going to disappear." Ask the Jews. That's not how it works. Uh, we can't trust becoming respectable citizens or or, or adhering to the laws or or, or succeeding on all these social and political ways. We actually need to create our own state. And so then, obviously, yeah. they they work with all these governments who kind of feel guilty about the Holocaust. And then they establish Israel and then blah, blah, blah. We have the next 70 years. But it's interesting to see 
how quickly the oppressor became the oppressed. Almost on the drop of a dime. Like literally 1945, World War II ends. 1948, Israeli, uh, Israel is established and like 600,000 Palestinian people are displaced. And literally in the space of three years, yeah. literally in the space of three years, the the oppressor became the oppressed. And I know for me, it's so illuminating because obviously I didn't really fully realize that the the Jews were, were the aggressor until this most recent round of, of, uh, of conflict. But it's, it's just interesting to remember that, and th- I might get in trouble for this, but oppression is, o- is oftentimes, it's, an, it's a matter of context. And it's not innate. And, you know, so it, it, it's an important reminder because I think, you know, a lot of times when we fight against, when we fight against these big bad wolves in, in our lives, and it could be, you know, things like, like policing, it could be things like, you know, capitalism or or things like exploitation, or all, all these, all all these, all these boogeymen that we create in our lives, and we create a narrative where like this is the good guy, this is the bad guy, this is the person we need to support. And I'm not saying those things are wrong, but it's important to remember that a lot of times the place, the the virtue that some the the virtue that a certain group or person um, seems to have like subscribed to them is a result of context. It's a result of where they are, but it could very quickly yeah. flip. It's almost like being aware of that the potential for that kind of evil is in all of us, even the ones who are yeah. suffering but, from it. Yeah. yeah. There was, um, I think, I think, I think, the, I, was, I saw a thing by AOC and um, I think it was yesterday or today. Um, and it was very interesting. It made me think about something that I've, I've been thinking about a lot over the last little bit. Because she said, she said, a free Palestine is good for both Jews and um, Jews and Palestinians. Um, because he says that's the only way that we find a resolution to this. That's the only way we have peace in the region. But I remember, I think she said some quite something along the lines of this, and I've been thinking about this a lot. He says we must be careful in our. He says I don't know. He says he says I think so much for me. This, maybe she never said this, but I'm just thinking about this. There's there's a certain amount that we have to guard ourselves that in our support of. Palestine, we don't become anti-Semitic. anti-Semitic. I've seen the same thing. Yeah, yeah because 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 that's because that's there's this um there's this there was a quote I saw about civil rights and uh, this guy he said he said one of the things one of the things that we forget is that you can't fight for justice without hating fundamentally the other person. Mm-hmm. And 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 I and 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 it's so interesting that like and and this is why I think like we have to fight for nuance because. In our gen and and I and, because in our generation and I don't know if it's just social media, the way we do things is everything so is such a zero sum game. Yeah. The idea that like if the if the Jews are doing this, we 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 basically hate them now. Like it's just like 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 I think we have to be so careful because the idea of like like yes, the Palestinians are being overwhelmingly affected by this, but this this is also hurting Jews. And the fact is, like a free Palestinian pal- like, Jews. Like, people don't seen... realize there's such a thing as Palestinian Jews. Yeah, and like, and like, you've literally seen like the mob violence in Israel. This is hurting Jews and 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 Palestinians and Muslims. And the thing is, the, the idea of like we can fight, we can stand for Palestine without becoming anti-Semitic. And I think like people just have. Yeah, I think there's a certain amount of just like caution. I I, I say caution. Maybe that means not the right word. But the idea of like we have to be careful that. Our support of Palestine just does not become anti-Semitism. That's the thing. It's like, and and and, and uh, I feel as though the lessons learned from this situation apply in so many different contexts outside of the Israeli-Palestinian thing, uh, outside of the Israeli-Palestinian thing. Like just the recognition 
of yeah you know supporting someone in in a conflict doesn't mean that that it doesn't mean that you should lose sight of the potential of of evil that we all we all possess and i'm not not trying to apply that label to the palestinians and say oh but remember that they're also whatever 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 that we that we don't support don't don't get too cuddly with the palestinians i'm not saying that at all i think um i think definitely what's going on there there's there's a very clear aggressor um and and there's very clearly a victim in this situation but but what i'm saying is to remember i think i just think the the example of the israeli state is just so powerful to just see how quickly it is that, that we can all flip. Because it's not as if this is a quality which is unique to, to the Jewish state. This is a quality which is unique to almost everyone. All of us. Of of our ability, the moment you give us power, the mo- even if uh, last week we were the ones without power trying to preach for equality and peace, but the moment you give us power, you know, what's, what's that say? Power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely, something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, um, there's, I, I think, I think, I think, I think in the, in, in, in the moment that we're living in, I said, almost feel like the sixties in a way, like with like the age of like just the revolution of everything. But like, I just feel like in the moment that we're living in, because of so many, like such pressing issues and social media has given everyone a, a microphone. It's, 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 um, I, I've noticed there's this, uh, there's this, I, I don't know, almost like a pressure from from people to comment and which which and as I say I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to say don't comment on stuff and and wait until a certain point I'm not I'm not I'm not going to police people to do that but I feel like similar to the Black Lives Matter thing and even this there's this pressure that's put on people like pick a side now and be as loud as, as loud as you can about it because we're watching and we're keeping score mm-hmm. even though we're not and like yeah no yeah but that's what I'm saying but like there's almost like I wonder. I wonder if wonder if people feel that pressure to just like pick a side now and be loud about it because the day is coming or or or, or we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna remember you. When the books will be Because do you remember? Do you, <laughs> no, no. Do, do you actually remember? Do you actually remember during the Black Lives Matter thing? People were actually posting a thing. He says he says I'm I'm says all your silence. I'm all your influencers. I'm keeping track. You remember, you remember reading that stuff? Yeah. We were like, we were like I I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess all we can say is is you know with with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, obviously we'd like, we'd like to see that. Oh, I think the whole world would like to see it come to an end. But just encouraging everyone to, to to really think about these things, obviously with nuance and 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 I think I think we 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 can also take a hard stance if you if there's any way we can support um, the, the the Palestinians at this time, definitely do that. Like I've seen people talk about like the need for there might be a need for for some of our governments to place sanctions and embargoes on the Israeli government just because of the way they're behaving. No, right and, and, and I I'm a dude on a podcast which which doesn't make money. So no, no one's obviously going to listen to I, me, I, but... No, 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 no. I, know. I was actually having a conversation with someone about this, and I said, it's so interesting that, like, the West, especially the West, has got themselves in such a political bind that it's literally not in their national interest to support Palestine. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, okay, I think I'll, I'll close on this. Um, but there's this really crazy um, Joe Biden quote from like way back in the day, like, I think the 80s or the 70s, um, which says a lot about the U.S.'s relationship with Israel. But he literally is he says, um, if Israel didn't exist, the U.S. would have had to invent it. <laughs> um, <laughs> which kind of helps you understand. Um, didn't, the US, the US... didn't the U.S. sort of invent Liberia <laughs> or like... Mm. 
yeah, I guess, but it's not really strategic in any way. Um, anyway, there's a obviously it's, that's a pretty heavy story. Uh, there's a few other things I wanted to talk about um, that kind of consumed the episode. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tr- maybe put a little cap on, on the next few next next few topics. Trying to keep it around two minutes. So I want to see how many of them we can hit. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, another thing I was interested in, which I think is kind of caught people's attention um you have you have you heard of dogecoin are you familiar with uh our yeah Dogecoin savior so i i i'm not i'm not a i'm i i'm i i know of it and the fact that i've heard of it i know people are getting hype about it i know elon musk is behind it that's basically what i know, I know elon it. musk is behind it i smell elon um yeah <laughs> yeah no but okay though for anyone who isn't familiar with the whole dogecoin thing um dogecoin it's um i guess the latest cryptocurrency which has kind of caught people's imagination uh you know stuff like if you guys don't know crypto stuff like bitcoin stuff like ethereum um it's decentralized currencies run through the blockchain i don't have time to explain it it's kind of confusing there's very good youtube videos out there but dogecoin is the most recent one which was created um actually i don't know if, I don't know if it's the most recent one but it's one that's became popular really recently uh it's named after doge if anyone knows that meme like the shiba inu Sometimes he has like a big club, um, or he's like super roided up dog. But it's like that little, it's that little meme of that dog, um, and it's named after him or her or it. They, I don't know what it is. But is that uh, an NFT? Is, is that would that dog count as an NFT? I mean, I mean, I mean I'm really just uh, struggling to stay hip with the kids, just throwing out words. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, sure it could no. be. An NFT. The, the reason, I'm sure it could no, be. the reason, the reason I'm asking uh, is because you remember, you remember, you remember that girl, remember the disaster girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She sold that picture of her. She that meme. For like five hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure if someone owns the Doge meme, they've probably gotten on it. Um. But anyway, so it, it's the most recent crypto. It's a little bit weird because it was created as a meme, and it doesn't work the exact same way as the other cryptocurrencies. Um. So like, there is an element of scarcity, for example, with Bitcoin, because you can only create or mine uh, so many Bitcoins. But Doge, they don't have any sort of cap on it. Um, it was kind of created as a joke and it was languishing around like, you know, half like one cent for a Dogecoin for a while until Elon started talking about it. And, um, and it shot up, it went down a little bit after, uh, after his, uh, SNL appearance. Um, but there's, there's some, there, there are, I was listening to a, to a New York times podcast today. There are, there are Dogecoin millionaires. Um, and obviously it, it, it feels a lot like the whole GameStop situation. Um, but w- what I was wondering is like, I don't know. Do you feel as though we're headed towards a, a a world where like wealth doesn't mean anything and like money doesn't mean anything just because you can like okay, how about this? Here's a better question. Do you feel oh yo, yo, our brother's here. Yo, what's up, man? <laughs> oh, he just hey, walked hey. in on us. Hey. Hey. hey if you hi, say, say something, hi, probably here. Just say hi. Emil doesn't have a mic. Emil's struggling, man. We need to start a GoFundMe for Emil. Yeah, no. Can you can you unplug your <laughs> headphones so you, so, so you can say hi? No, I can't do that. Give him headphones. Say happy. Anyway. Yeah, man, we need to get on video. Well, anyway, our brother just say hi, up. man. Say hi. Say hey, hi. No, calm down, man. Hey, Honestly, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Actually, no, I'll ask, ask you. Ask you off there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you have like no conception of <laughs> privacy, man. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I was about to say something crazy. Yeah, of course you were. Um, but with this whole, do- okay, here, here's the thing. Would you, do, do you feel any sort of pull to get involved with like, when you see this stuff like GameStop is shooting up or like Dogecoin is shooting up or like Tesla is shooting up, is there any part of you which is like, let me get in on this or would like to get in on it? I don't think you actually invest in that kind of stuff, but you, you don't feel like really. any sort of desire to it? No. No? Do you? Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I definitely looked into buying Tesla back in the day. Um, and, and I'm not even gonna say like, oh, back in the day when I when it was like ten dollars a share. Now, when it was like very popular and people read <laughs> articles about it, I thought about um, I thought about getting into it. Um, ultimately decided not to. But okay, so that's that that that, that that's that's taken care. Of. But I'm wondering like with this whole crypto, GameStop, Dogecoin kind of thing. There's almost this sense that like money doesn't mean anything anymore, right? Like you can almost there like was, like money can just money is just a product of hype. It used to be a reflection of like silver and gold and and goods and services, but now money is just like GameStop. Let's make it worth I just, something. <laughs> I just I just thought of something. I just thought of something because I remember someone someone literally someone literally was saying that like what cryptocurrencies do is they democratize uh, finance. I believe that. I, I believe in the no, system. No, no, no. I remember no. Working. Right. No, I remember, I remember, and I just, and I just remember at the moment I thought of that, it was, I just thought of this thing about, <laughs> about Plato, about how the idea of like the moment you make democracy available to everyone, it just becomes useless. <laughs> it, it just becomes like, it just becomes like a, a mess. And I was thinking about like, yeah, like when, when you follow everyone in the, in the money game, like, is, is it the same thing? Is it, is it like the same way the political system just becomes a mess when you allow everyone in? That's the thing. Like, I, I'm not, an, I'm not a cryptocurrency. I do think there's a fundamental difference between. I mean, I'm a cryptocurrency expert. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do think there's a fundamental difference between like Bitcoin and and Dogecoin. Like, I think Bitcoin, um, could be a signal for how money works in the future. And I think it is. I think it is actually a very, um, liberating, egalitarian, democratic currency. And I think it's, I, I think it's a good idea. Dogecoin, and it just kind of. It actually kind of makes me a little bit scared to look at it. And I know we talked about it before the show because it almost seems as though, especially for our generation, I think there's more and more people in our generation starting to realize that wealth is 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 totally just a just a figment of our collective imagination and that we can all just sit there and agree, you know, Elon Musk is worth 200 billion dollars today and yesterday is worth 150 billion. He didn't he might not have sold an extra car. But we just go, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and we just pump it up. Or things like Dogecoin where it's this it's this currency which really like it's fundamentally flawed. But we're just saying like, oh now nah, we're just gonna make it worth a billion dollars. We're gonna make um GameStop like friggin' a brick and mortar video game store. We're just gonna we're gonna make it one of the most viable uh, companies in the world. I think a lot of people but, are but, starting but, to realize the money isn't worth anything. And I'm I don't know if that's a good thing but, is what I is what I'm saying. But 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 the thing is, the thing is, even the GameStop thing is a little bit weird because even though the game, the GameStop thing, there were still rules that the like there were still rules they were playing in, like there were rules, established rules. The 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 little guys that found ways to to gain a little bit of an edge over 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 the big guys. But the like there's still there's still like rules that we play in kind of thing. But like the GameStop thing, it just seems like it seems like you're just abandoning rules. I mean, the, the Dogecoin thing. Like no, just, but like, the thing is, Dogecoin is still. Dogecoin is still operating within those rules, and I think maybe, and here's the thing, maybe I'm, I'm let me put my conspiracy theorist hat on. It's never too far away. I'm always within arm's reach. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, you talk about rules, and I agree with you, but I think if people really look into the way our monetary system works, is the problem is, like, our rules have almost got so broad that they, they're almost meaningless, you know? Like, like we our rules are so big that they that like someone some I was reading a tweet a couple of days ago which gave a good example. I actually didn't research it, so maybe this is wrong. But they were talking about how in other countries, like let's say in Europe, um, you don't have to file your taxes. The government just calculates your taxes for you and then just gives you like this your return. Whereas in our system, we're told to calculate 
our calculate how much money we're owed and then we file it and if we're wrong we get penalized if we're correct whatever whatever and the question is why would you create a system like that there's probably a million reasons why but a benefit of that system is that even though there are rules now people who are smart can find ways to circumvent those rules and someone like let's say and and a lot of people would argue that that is why those rules are in place so they, that they can be circumvented to some degree it's not a coincidence that the richest people pay the least taxes um <laughs> and, and so and so even with our financial systems like the fact is the fact that our money isn't really tied to to any hard goods or services and that and the fact that our you know obviously to some extent it is but to a large extent it isn't you know i think we're we're creating a system where yeah there's rules but we're starting to realize those rules are totally meaningless and we can flip them mm-hmm. and and destroy them and i don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing um i think it's probably a bad thing though Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, that that's just little thoughts on Dogecoin. Um, although, if you guys, uh, if you, if you, uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't buy it though. There's still a chance Dogecoin could go <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wanted to work that in somewhere, um, but yeah, uh, shouts out to all my crypto cowboys and cowgirls. Um, uh, something else which I thought was interesting is um let's try we'll try to go through these pretty quick um one dose summer i know obviously vaccines are picking up um in canada i think 50 percent of eligible canadians have got their first dose the u.s the new cd the cdc announced this week that if you're fully vaxxed up you don't need to mask up anymore um yeah but 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 that but i I was was reading up on that like it sounds really exciting, but a, a lot of states are just saying, "No, we're not going to lift our mask mandates yet." And that's why we're all going to Texas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Texas—they were Texas, ahead Texas, of the Texas curve. Is like Texas, <laughs> Texas is like, "What? You we can now? Oh my, we can now? Yeah. We've been doing it for months, man." Yeah, man. Uh, no, but here's the thing: I'm wondering because now we're getting into this weird stage where we're seeing other parts of the world open up at different phases. And I think Canada is actually fairly slow, at least compared to the countries we compare ourselves to. Um, yeah. And like, do you feel do you feel any degree of like FOMO? Like when you look at like the U.S. or like Australia, like are you is it starting to creep into you? Like, do you find yourself getting a little antsy? I, I, about I think I think pandemic? when that CDC thing came, <laughs> I I feel like I feel like when uh, when when Australia was cool, part of me was like, ah, Australia is just is just a better civilization than us. But like yeah. when the United States, when the United States, these are cavemen CDC like thing, us. I <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was actually angry because I'm like, I'm like, the, CD, the U.S. was botching the pandemic for months, and, and, and they're coming out. I was actually angry. I was like, stumbled nah. their way onto the podium. <laughs> I, I was like, no, nah, this is actually not fair, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. Uh... The problem is, I, I I listen to so much American media. And so it kind of sucks sometimes listening to people just talk about like, oh, like, oh, we're hanging out or whatever. I've even listened to a few podcasts where they talk about Canada. It's like, yo, man, can you get it together, man? Um, But um, I don't know. I think ultimately our this might be just one of those things where it's like um, it's like when your friends go out to hang out the night before a test, you know, and 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 maybe it's not fun being Canada and we're kind of sitting there watching all their Snapchats. (laughs) come in of them of them having fun we're like man i wish i was there um but you know the day after the, the day after um when all the results are tell you this in, though 
I think it, we might be we this. might be more grateful. Like when you look at the death tolls and things like that. I know it hasn't been great here in Alberta, but we might actually at the end of the day but, be like, yeah, this was. But this I can was tell good. you this: as more and more countries and like more and more states begin to open up, it's going to be hella hard for governments to justify locking down again. It's going to be hard. Um. Yeah, but what's going to stop them? That, that that that's probably the one of the weirdest part about the, about the pandemic is that now governments know that this is a tool in their arsenal whereas before yeah. that was never a thought and so maybe it's maybe it won't be covid i know i'm starting to sound like some libertarian free state um psycho but i mean like i'm just saying it's it's uh it's just something to keep in mind whereas now the government knows that as long as the threat is sufficiently large they can do some pretty drastic things yeah mm-hmm um yeah. anyway next thing i had um this is another story which uh came out of the celebrity world i'm not actually that interested in it but i thought um could lead to an interesting conversation um john mulaney pretty famous comedian at least among comedians he's also used to be a writer for snl i believe um his story is really interesting so last year it comes out that he's uh, admitted into rehab for i think I believe a cocaine addiction it wasn't news he's been open about it before i'm a pretty big fan of him so um he talked about that he used to have an issue with cocaine so he goes into rehab everyone's like you'll get we'll get better soon john Molina. we love you blah, blah 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 blah. and then this week it comes out that he's dating olivia munn she's an actress i don't really know who she is um i think she's operating sounds familiar. yeah she's like in that weird place with like Kate Beckingsdale and and other people like that. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, kind of? I mean, Reese Witherspoon. She's a little more A-list, but I mean, like the kinds of actresses who like they just play. Kate Beckingsdale. Kate that, Beckingsdale. Yeah, I don't know exactly what she looks like. <laughs> um, you know, just the, those actresses who like they just kind of play like um, the wife in like a beautiful couple. Who, the next time, the, the next time, the next time the Jane Austen movie comes out, they're, <laughs> they're lighting up. Yeah, they won't be the star, but they'll be like the aunt or something. <laughs> um, but anyway, Olivia Munn, some actress, uh, <laughs> shouts out to her. I'm sure she's beautiful. Um, but it comes out that John Mulaney is uh, is dating her, and he's, the thing is, he. But and and so he was married before. He talked a lot about his wife. She was quite beloved among his fans, and so it comes out that he um, told her three months ago that he would like a divorce. Um, she's talked to the media but, about it. So it wasn't finalized. It wasn't finalized. I don't know if it is. Yeah, I actually don't know if the divorce is finalized. Homeboy out here wilding. Um, <laughs> but three months ago, he says he wants a divorce. She said she was blindsided by it. It comes out this week that he's dating Olivia Munn. Um, if it came out this week, I imagine they've been dating since before this week. And my question is, um, kind of going off the John Mulaney story, I don't want to stick too much with it because no one really cares that much about him. But how soon after the breakup, in your opinion, can you schedule the rebound? That's what I'm wondering. How soon after? I, I I was telling you this before, like honestly, man, cool? I, I feel like it's, or... no, it, it, yeah, I, I feel like it depends on depends on what type of relationship you're in. If you were mm. married, yeah, I would imagine I'd imagine you wait a while, like at least like What's a while nothing though? serious for at least no, not nothing serious for at least like at least like a year or two, like a couple okay, years. Okay, here's the nothing thing. serious, okay. nothing no. serious, right? Yeah, but but if it's dating, man, it could be the next week. <laughs> It, 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 it could be seven days, man. Like, because the thing is, like, like dating is just like, man, like, like I'll tell you something. It's not a hostage situation. The thing is, you could leave it. We could end this at any time. Like, like, 
You can just, I don't know, man. And you think he's fine? And, okay, here's okay. Here, let me let me personally. It looks, it looks bad. It looks That's bad. what I'm it wondering. Bad, but, but, if you see one of your friends no. breaks up with his girlfriend of like, let's say, <laughs> eighteen months, and now he's dating some girl the next day, or two days later. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, dude, dude. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no question. Before you date the other girl before, there's no, there's so no. Then, so then, question. so then, what? So then, why are you saying then that it's okay then? No, like, no, no, what do you mean I'm, by I'm, okay? Like, oh, we just won't like no. burn you with the stake. <laughs> yeah, no. What I'm, what I'm saying is like, yeah, it looks it looks strange, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even gonna really say anything. And so, and so, how about this? So, even from your perspective, that's that's a philosophy you would subscribe to if you broke up with someone. No, I, I, oh, I, mean, not, I hope myself. Be strict to, to, to the higher standard. No, no, be, be strict be strict with yourself. So what's so what's your standard others. then? So what's your standard then? Man, my heart's gonna be broken, bro. <laughs> my, 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 my heart's gonna be my, my heart's my heart, gonna be broken. I'm still healing. Okay, it's a, it, just, it sounds like a meal's the one getting dumped. Soup. Um. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Regardless, regardless of whether or not, regardless if you're if you're the one doing the dumping or something, man, it hurts, man. It hurts. Maybe. Nah, not always. But um, uh, I might sound like a real asshole. Okay, here's the thing. Let me augment the situation. Cause let's say, are you a little more understanding if if the the new the new partner is just like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Let's look at John Mulaney. How <laughs> no, but let's be real. How many times he's like this super tall, lanky comedian. Obviously, you know, fairly wealthy, good looking guy, but I mean, it's not every it's not every day Olivia Munn's gonna hit you slide into your DMs. And maybe you just break up your marriage of six years. <laughs> when that happens, <laughs> this is, this, are you this a little more Yeah, are you a little more understanding if the person who comes to your door is like, "Yo, this is this isn't gonna happen again." <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't know. Like, I guess, but I don't know. It's, it just seems kind of strange. But why are you winking, man? I'm not. I'm not winking. <laughs> there's, there's, I, I, I don't know, man. I. I, I I never I never I never thought about that, but I don't know. I, I think I think it might make what what do you think? Uh, I don't have any thoughts here. I'm just the host of the show. I just uh, <laughs> I just take the podcast from topic to topic and ask questions. Yeah. My opinions are less, yeah, you, uh, less relevant. You should you should you should make that you should make that Instagram question. What? No, oh yeah, definitely. That that's definitely the Instagram question. I wanna see how how long after until how long after you break up can you can you can you go schedule the rebound um i don't know so 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 so, so, so when you say that are you imagining like someone has a in their mind like a date where they're like like pre a predetermined date where they're like i'm gonna wait until this time or do you no because because wouldn't that wouldn't that change situation by situation yeah i don't think it has to be that i think it could be like you know um after the breakup you know once you once once I stop feeling pain, like like once I get over the pain, or like uh, maybe maybe it depends on on how good the rebound is. Are we uh, is uh is this are we are we getting something better, um, or are we you know exactly what 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 is going on? Or maybe it's like oh I wonder once, I wonder once, I wonder you know, I wonder, and that's the thing. I the thing is breakups are processes. They're like people don't talk about this, but a breakup. Usually you have to break up with someone three, four times before it's actually like done. <laughs> at least three, four times at least. I've I've heard people in double digits <laughs> try to 
<laughs> trying to break up with the same person. Uh, <laughs> I wonder. No, but I wonder. So maybe I wonder it's like once you're fully done with that, like, then you can move on. But I wonder the thought process is like I'm in a relationship, but I see someone where I'm like, ah, this could one day be something, and I'm like, and I'm like, let me, let me, let me clear up my schedule. <laughs> let me, let me clear up. Let me clear up what I'm doing. Clean off the table, and so you get a relationship. Just like this could be something. I just want to. I want to be in a clean place for. It. Yes, ladies, this is this is what Emil thinks of you. <laughs> 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 a table that needs to be cleaned. yeah i wonder i wonder i wonder i think you're thinking um, out loud um yeah shouts out to shouts out to john mulaney um olivia munn and his wife shout out why why actually i don't know why i said shout out i don't know why i said shout out a bit of a freudian <laughs> slip there <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Michael Bills is a job of his wife. Why are you tipping your hat to him, man? <laughs> hey, man. I, I ain't a player hater, man. I hate the. Hate the don't hate Age. the. What? What? <laughs> so he's a victim. So, 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 yeah, so he's a victim. He's the, he's the victim of a system. <laughs> this, is, this is a systemic issue. The state, the state of the game is a travesty. Nah, man. We just keep it real. Uh, <laughs> it's too ruthless out here. It really is too ruthless. Um, <laughs> um, last, last, I got a few different stories here. I, th- I was going to talk about the new J. Cole album. I don't think we have to really go into it. It just came out. Some people were freaking out about it. I didn't really enjoy it that much. I thought he was just rapping. Um, but 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 not you but not you not haven't you sort of just been off the J. Cole? yeah i'm gonna be honest I, i'm i'm my my taste in music is very isn't always like with the mainstream uh, the j cole i haven't been super excited about his music um this album I, I was a little more excited than usual it came out i was like he's just rapping and he's good at rapping one of the best rappers there is but i didn't really sense the innovation um would you where would you would you where would you how how, how would you compare that to kld i think it was worse than similar thing or i think it was worse than his last album I think this is the worst album he's made out of his last four, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Which? Which? Which was? The, which was the best of his last? Four? Four still Drive. No, no doubt. No doubt. Four still Drive. Um, not even conversation. But anyway, um, y'all can y'all can send your hate mail my way. Uh, and I know you all J Cole stands. I'm a J Cole stand too. But just this was this was a seven out of ten. Um, one last headline I wanted to talk about. I think before we end the show, um was um ellen recently announced that she's leaving daytime tv um after 22 seasons people don't realize but ellen was very formative in our childhoods um oh, I, don't yeah, know, yeah. I don't know how we watch so much ellen because she comes on <laughs> it, was, it was during the summertime man. oh it was during the summer oh yeah 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 i guess when other people are out there playing games me and me were watching ellen and tyra <laughs> It was at 10 a.m. Yo, yo, yo! I was I, I was actually talking to someone about this like a couple days ago. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you guys watched our bank show? Like, nah. I'm like, oh my god. No. <laughs> I was like, we used to watch we used to watch the Tower Bank show on it, man. We were on it. Yeah, we 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 actually have genuine TV addiction. But um, Ellen, she's announced that she's leaving daytime TV after 22 seasons. I'm girl's making 50 million a year, so you know, geez. Um, but currently. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I remember. I remember. I remember when the when all those allegations came out of like Hershey's bully and stuff like that. That's and I remember when, when all that stuff came out. No, but I was reading that stuff, and I was like, oh. But then one day I turned on. I saw Ellen was still on TV. I'm like, huh. I'm like, I thought I thought Ellen already left. Like I thought Ellen had actually quit a while ago. 
No, she's gonna, and she's not quitting right away. Even she's announced she's gonna be quitting next year. So next season is gonna be her last one. Um, and she said she's personally said it's not because of the whole bullying scandal, but you know, timing kind of suggests otherwise. Um, but yeah, obviously a story came out last year that Ellen she created a toxic workplace. She was like verbally abusive to people. Um, very demanding, you know, berated people, not just very different from her persona on TV. And, yeah. and so now obviously the show is being canceled. Um, I remember when that story came out, like, did you, did, did you feel at all affected? Like, is there a part of you that feels as though a celebrity should be at least somewhat in line with like the persona that they portray in the public or does it, or do you not care? Like, does it affect your, does it, or like how, does it not like affect how, your like perception? How, yeah. Like how Ellen, how Ellen was, uh, was a fun times merchant for like single mom. Yeah. Can you separate <laughs> like, the like, art yeah. from the toxicity of the workplace? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really think much about it. I'm like, because, you know, but maybe, maybe, maybe it was a thing of, uh, maybe it was a thing of, I didn't watch Ellen in so long, but I remember when I first found out that I was like, Hmm, that's strange. I, okay. I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't pay her as like a, a bully, but like, I didn't really like, I didn't really like have like my world to play on himself. So. Okay. To go, okay. But let's say to go, they even go beyond the Ellen situation. Has there ever been a case of like, there was someone whose art or creation, created creations you enjoyed, which you could no longer, or like affected your enjoyment after once you learned about how they are personally as a person? Ravi Zacharias? Okay, so so you feel as though you probably couldn't even like, listen to a sermon from him anymore, or like watch, or like read one. Of I couldn't, read, I, I couldn't read. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't read really it. I couldn't really, I couldn't, really, I couldn't take it seriously. Yeah, just because I guess the okay, but that's like, oh, that's fair. I guess that's like complete hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I agree with that. The Ravi Zacharias one is definitely real. I think Ellen is a little bit different because, like Ravi Zacharias is just like it's almost like oh, even the stuff you're saying, you don't believe it. Like you don't even believe the stuff. I know, no, Whereas yeah, Ellen, no, it's no, like no, no, I'm sure she enjoys having, like you know, having food fights with Ashton Kutcher, but she just doesn't no, care no, for no. interns. No, 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 but 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 I feel like I feel like the, I feel like you find out you find out you find out you find out Hassan Minaj is actually like what a massive contributor to the Republican Party, but like, yeah. but like um, there was there was um, no, I feel like the writer's like thing was kind of strange because. Ravi Zacharias, literally as a, as a minister, his job was was teaching morality. It's just like he was living an immoral lifestyle. I was teaching it. It's just like, like 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 this stuff. This stuff literally did not did not change you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds a little bit weird. Yeah, I think it's probably it's probably on a continuum. I don't, I don't know if I'm even opposed to Ellen kind of getting knocked off her perch because yeah, some of the stuff she did to her interns, like she was telling people to like. She was sending people. Actually, that one wasn't the worst. I think she sent someone home because they were eating fish or something, and she didn't like their breath. <laughs> did you? <laughs> did like you? That. But uh, did you hear? Did, did you hear? Did you hear? This might not be something like everyone. Everyone might, might. Did you hear about the governor general, Julie Payette? Oh yeah, how Canada has yo that that lady is way more intense than than you think she is. She yeah, she was, almost got a she almost got a domestic abuse charge for like boxing up her husband in Florida. You know that. Oh my! God. I did not know that. Yeah, all, all, in all, 2011. I, all, all, all I knew. Our governor general does not knew, play. All, 
or our former governor? All I, she, all I, all I knew is the stuff she, the stuff, apparently, apparently she literally was like, her she, office was like literal hell. She would throw binders at people. Like, like, like people. She would do random pop quizzes and, and like, like asking like, people space, space statistics. And remember, she's an astronaut. <laughs> There's no way you know as much about space. And like, as she and, like and, and like, and like in meetings with everyone there and like berate you yeah. <laughs> in front of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess that's the moral of the story. So you're not going to shout out Ellen? <laughs> Why am I shouting out Ellen? Oh, oh, sorry. I got to keep it. No, stay you're, on yeah, yeah. Stay on yeah. Shouts out to <laughs> shouts out to Ellen. <laughs> and all her traumatized interns. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta shout out every 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 every, every problematic person. You gotta shout them yeah. all out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're gonna be sad to see you go, Alan. Not super sad, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, I well, think. Uh, well, you, you, just 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 remember, when the world comes to cancel you, you will have sympathy in both. Yeah, <laughs> shout you out. Shout you out on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you at least count on you at least count on one thing, which is the base of hilarious shout out. <laughs> um, the death knell to people's careers since 2021. Um, but I, yeah, I think that's all for this week's episode. Um, like I said, we just kind of wanted to be a little keep things a little more casual. Um, we are probably going to go back to having um, uh, specified topics and talking about that over the week. We just wanted to come back. Um, we missed y'all. Um, and, 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 and honestly, um, and honestly, I think I think you mentioned it, man. Like like we are not we are not endless endless pounds of creativity. So the thing no, is, if you have a topic that you want to talk about, we're actually very limited please. pounds of creativity. It's yeah, shallow yeah, in here, man. Like, it's shallow. Yeah, like like literally, <laughs> literally, like like we're we're we are we are we're gonna we're gonna start recording ourselves eating meals and just just update yeah, uploading that. So the like, thing uh, is, those please. videos where it's just some guy <laughs> recording himself studying <laughs> yeah. for seven hours. <laughs> be like be, be like a Malcolm Gladwell episode where you just transition from ad to ad you don't even know what's going on Yo, Malcolm Gladwell like... someone, someone needs to pay that man Malcolm Gladwell it's also too hard um... I, I've only seen one episode but that episode was so confusing it was like, crazy like it was really interesting but like as I'm like how two where minutes. are we right now <laughs> like minutes. you're checking your phone am I the new am I the new thing like yeah. it's so funny you, you do the skip ahead button to skip an ad and you skip it another ad it's like what <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and, and no, and no, and, and, and the thing is, and the thing is, and the thing is, you want people who's actually really good. I just, I just like, like finishing one sentence and transitioning to the next, to the ad, so yeah. you don't even know where you are. You're like, like, what's going on, man? Mm. <laughs> and that buttery capitalism. Uh. No, but seriously, no, but seriously, if you guys, if you guys have a uh, suggestion you want to talk about, um, I don't know. I guess, I guess you want on the show. Let us know, man. Yeah, I think we are kind of currently working on a few guests, uh, so hopefully that's going to be a thing in the next couple of weeks. But uh, we're back. That's all we're saying. Basement Valeria Takes is back. We're going to be here next week and the week after that. And we're taking it to the moon! <laughs> all right, everybody. Take care. Mm-hmm.